Get ready for a transformation. But in this kingdom, we start growing. We are replacing those carnal thoughts with the word of God. Our minds are renewed to the word of God. At that time, glory, glory, glory. So when we are speaking, we are speaking from knowledge. Or you wake up and say, Hey, Bunga Fish Angari, glory to God. I took it in the dream. I will never take it in life. In the name of Jesus. Say, I'll never be poor. Ah! Jesus Christ. Pay attention to everything I'm going to show you. Another life-changing moment with Apostle Peters. Father, we give you praise for the entrance of your word gives light. Thank you for the privilege to be gathered to receive your word from your spirit. Thank you for teaching us and enlightening us and increasing us. Thank you, Lord. And we are moving from glory to glory, from grace to grace, from favor to favor, by your word. And everyone in this place will be transformed in Jesus' mighty name. Say amen. Hallelujah. It's nice to see you all again. First, take your Bible and turn to... I want to share something very important with you. You know, every time we come together like this, we come to be strengthened. I tell people when you are in church and you leave the place down, uh, feeling bad for yourself, and uh, you thought about life and say, what kind of life is this? And so on and so forth. At the end of service, then you didn't hear the word of God. That fellow may be preaching from the book. Maybe be preaching from the Bible. But that does not mean that's the word of God. The word of God, the true word of God is that which makes you bolder, sounder, have more faith you become more inspired motivated to be who you are in Christ and to be all of his dream for you that's the true word of God any word of God if it is the word of God the gospel for this new testament then there ought to be some courage some boldness in your life. Some faith. That's the true word of God. You see, the happiest people on earth today are Christians. We are the happiest on earth. Why? Because irrespective of whatever situation we may find ourselves, we know we are victors. See, I'm a victor. See, I'm not a victim. I'm a victor. I want to talk to you about the glory of the human spirit. The glory of the human spirit. 
and uh you know if you're born again your spirit has been glorified you know the bible says that we have been romans chapter number eight maybe we should look at that the 30th verse uh, let me just show you that quickly romans chapter number eight verse 30 moreover whom he did predestinate them he also called he's talking about us and he's talking about jesus or god who called us and whom he called them he also justified see i've been justified good and whom he justified them he also glorified see i've been glorified yeah so the human spirit has been glorified and i will explain how shortly okay according to the scriptures primarily there are two glories that the bible talks about in respect to us there are several places where the word glory um, is being mentioned in the bible but you know what it's talking about when you look at the context but in respect to us the bible talks about two glories primarily and one of them is what he says about the glory that shall be revealed in us now when he talks about that shall be revealed from the tense you just heard it shall be revealed it means future futuristic and you'll find that in the book of romans same romans let me show that to you that same chapter where you are now we just look at the 18th verse he says for i reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us shall be revealed that's future so there's a glory that shall be revealed in us all right um no wonder if you turn to first john chapter number three uh reading from the first verse can you go there quickly i want to tie all this together the reading from the first verse what does he say it starts with behold behold means see yes read on Next verse. He's talking about that glory that shall be revealed in us. We shall be like him. We shall see him as he is. Okay, right now you don't have a celestial body. Your body has not been glorified. Okay? Um, this body is still mortal but at that time it will be a different story that's what he's saying he's talking about that let, let me show you some more here uh, some more scripture to portray that it's important i do this before i move into the others the other stuff if you turn to second corinthians chapter number four the 17th verse second corinthians chapter number four 17th verse it says for a light affliction which is brought for a moment worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory eternal weight of glory is talking about future first peter chapter 4 verse 13 
first peter chapter 4 verse 13 but rejoice inasmuch as ye are partakers of christ's sufferings that when his glory shall be revealed ye may be glad also with exceeding joy futuristic he's talking about when jesus comes to take us the bible says we shall be changed in the twinkling of an eye we shall be changed then our bodies will be glorified and then at that time you can walk through the walls he said why is it that it's only that one amongst several things that will happen because i like that one I like that one you imagine there is no panic at all say hey, 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 hey everybody you're live and then you really want to make any move and then instead of trying to the door no 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 you just turn walk through the wall and you're out <laughs> glory to god i like that one all right so at that time you would have been glorified your body but right now your spirit has been glorified that's what we read in romans chapter number eight the 30th verse really i want to point that something out when the bible talks about you or i should say when god says you he always refers to your spirit your spirit not your body man is a spirit god deals with your spirit when he wanted to save you it was your spirit that he saved so as you are what is born again is your spirit not your body not even your soul is your spirit that's born again and man is a spirit he has a soul he lives in the body that's the popular definition that has been given put together but it's beautiful okay so when the spirit of god addresses you and say you it's talking about your spirit so i want you to carry that now because as we begin to look at some things now you understand the you when it's talking about you that is referring to your spirit okay so that first glory shall be revealed is futuristic later on in that time glory to god I, I will be taken you know the bible says the dead in christ will be raised first at rapture if you don't believe it sorry for you you have to believe it there will be a rapture first a rapture first before jesus comes down here the church we have to be taken first and uh before that happens there will be a change in our bodies a change those who are alive and those that remain the bible says and then those who are dead in the grave they will have to come forth too why i thought they're already there no because their bodies need to be changed that physical body is still needed needs to be changed so they will be raised and then the body will be changed and then the bible says they'll be cut up and we will be caught up together with them what a glory to be your body would have been changed and that's why when you're going for rapture the clothes you have on you will not go with you everything will drop so if you have dirty underwears those who are here will know your secret somebody say what's that I think it's a style to let you know that you need to be clean. What do you think? Say I'm clean. I know I'm clean. Now tell somebody beside you. Say I know you're clean. <laughs> Glory to God. 
Okay, so that glory shall be revealed and we look forward to it. But what about now? What about now? There is a glory for your human spirit. And I want to show you that now. Talk with me to Exodus. Now begin to pay extra attention now. I want to read some things to you. So make sure you follow it. Just a little story about a man that walked with God. Oh boy. This man, he walked with God so much. And then he communicated with God from time to time. And in fact, God testified that this man uh, will speak to him face to face like a man speaks to his friends. Isn't that interesting? <laughs> and then this particular day, God called him up and said, Come up to the mountain. Um, I want to give you some instructions for your people. He's the pastor of the people now, the people in the wilderness. So he says, I want to give you some instruction to your for your congregation. So come, let, let's have some chat. And so he went. So in the course of their talking, discussion, he and God. Then he decided to ask for something. He said, um, after God has spoken and spoken, he said, um, I, I, I need a favor from you. He was telling God. Boy, I love that. What do you think? <laughs> he says, I need a favor from you. When you're talking to God like that. And you know the thing about it? The guy was not even born again. He wasn't born again. Why? It was not possible for anybody to be born again at his time. It was after Jesus that it was possible for anybody to be born again. So he wasn't born again and he had that kind of boldness. Wow. He says, um, a favor. So God said, what is it? He said, can you show me your glory? Ah. And you know what? God didn't say, how dare you? That's too much for you. You are beginning to pass your boundaries. Is it because I chose you out of others and I'm talking to you now? You want to... They gave you a chance. You're, you're taking chances. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Ha! Ah! L let, me, let me take a road, uh, a side journey. Let me just take a side journey. This will help you. A man of God one day was visited by Jesus in his room. This one is now um, this generation, okay? And while he was in his room, Jesus came in and Jesus was having discussion with him and discussion and discussion. And when Jesus was done with the instructions, Jesus, this was the realm of the spirit. And Jesus said, all right, make sure you stay faithful, all right? And he was walking out. As Jesus was walking away, he said, Lord, then Jesus stopped. That's almighty Jesus. And then he asked the question. And Jesus gave the answer took his time to give the answer ah you know some people think that when, when you know <laughs> say ah, don't talk to god like that too you know some of the boldness that we manifest when we talk and we say in the name of jesus i declare this house is protected no evil not uh, somebody say don't talk ah you are taking god for granted don't talk like that too say father please don't how can you be talking like that are you god no God doesn't think that when you talk like that, you are insulting him. In fact, it's not even in his book that you could take him for granted. How do you know when you are taking him for granted when he's not even written there? Have you ever read about anybody in the book that God said, 
and David, my servant, took me for granted. Have you ever read something like that? It's not there. The way we see respect is not how God sees it. You, you know, you, you have your human tradition. So you're judging God with human tradition. And that's why I've warned several times for those who get upset. If a guy comes in here now with a cap on, they say, how dare you? In church, remove it. <laughs> because, you see, they are human tradition. They think that when you come to church, you're not supposed to have a cap on. You don't have a cap when you want to pray, you're having a cap on. But, you know, the Bible says blah, 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 blah. And that's another day's talk. And the Bible does not say that at all. You see, listen, if God is now reduced to being concerned about your cap, that means he doesn't really have things doing. What do you think? <laughs> With all serious issues in front of him. <laughs> Glory to God. Hey, when you are when you are coming to the to the front of a king, earthly king, human king, when you come, what do you do? You take off your cap. Now you want to come and worship God. Where is that? Human tradition. Jesus said you have made the word of God of none effect because of your tradition. That's what Jesus said. You see, so the way we see respect is not how God sees it. How, how, how do you know how God sees it? The word of God. Go in the word and search for yourself. Don't listen to what somebody said. It doesn't matter who is saying it. If it's not consistent with the word, it does not make it true. Don't you understand? Because the, fact, the guy is saying it nicely, doesn't still make it true. Because he said it wrong, does not make it true. The truth is the truth. And you find that from the word, for yourself. So you see, Moses had the boldness. You see, sometimes when I'm here and I want to demonstrate power, how do I talk? Have you ever seen me prostrate? Say, Father, please do this. Do this, please. Do it. Don't embarrass me. Have you ever seen me do that? I don't have to. You see me talk with boldness. Now watch what will happen. Now watch what will happen. What if it doesn't happen? Because it will have to happen. Why? I was not, I was called of God. Do you understand? I didn't call myself. And when I talk like that, God is not hungry. He's not mad at me. Is it? He's not mad. He's not going to say, oh my goodness, you're so proud. You need to be humble. He doesn't think so. What you think is humility is not what he thinks is humility. In fact, God rejoices when he sees somebody who can represent him well with boldness. He, rejo- he leaps for joy. Because that's what he's looking for. Jesus never talked timid. Study about him. Never talked timid. On one occasion, when they accused him and said, well, how, how dare you say you forgive sin? Because he told the guy, he said, your sins are forgiven. He said, how dare you? Only God can forgive sin. He said, don't worry. Talk is cheap. I will prove to you now that I have the power to forgive sins. He says, stand up, be healed. And the guy was healed. So all of them, they, could, they, they, they are jaws. Huh? He proved to them. So they couldn't deny it. They said, ah. They changed their mind. They said, he has the devil. Because they can't understand how somebody could talk that boldly. God is not mad at you when you're bold for him. Do you understand? Are you glad for that? Say hallelujah. Uh, don't let religion kick you off your right in Christ. Christianity is not a religion. Whew. By the way, so Moses is the name of the man I've been talking to you about. So he asked God to see God's glory. And now let's begin to look in it now from that background. The 18th verse. 
And he said, I beseech you, show me thy glory. Moses is talking. He's telling God. And he did not put, I beseech you, show me thy glory, sir. Did you notice there is no sir there? <laughs> Please, sir. Are you see what I'm Exodus 33, verse 18. That's what I'm showing because some of you are looking like, where is that? And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, God is talking now. I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Say, that's me. <laughs> if you're born again, that's you actually. <laughs> and he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me. You see, God knew that what Moses is asking for could kill him, but God still helped him because God wanted to grant his, his request. How loving God is. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock, and it shall come to pass, while my glory passeth by. And I will put thee in a cliff of the rock, and will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away my hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. God is helping this guy, I mean. Verse 5, chapter 34. Just jump now. Chapter 34, verse 5. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering, abundance in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. And that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, and upon the children's children, unto the third and to the first generation. This is Old Testament, brothers and sisters, okay? Alright. And Moses made haste, and bowed his head toward the earth, and worshipped. Have you seen that? Jump, 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 jump. Verse 29. And it came to pass when Moses came down from Mount Sinai. Now listen, God had passed by. Did you did you notice that? God covered his, his face so that he would not see the face of God and die. Because God wanted to grant his re request. So God passed by. So Moses saw when God removed his hand and Moses was trying to see and he saw the back of God. So he saw the back of God. Now what Moses asked for was the glory of God. Did you notice? If you don't understand this, it could be confusing. I ask for your glory, but you are showing me yourself. You see what's going on? Okay, so, God passed, and Moses looked, and saw that, oh, this is what God, this is what it looks like. Okay, now, now, verse 29, the result of this. And it came to pass, when Moses came down from Mount Sinai, that's the mountain where they had been discussing, with the two tables of testimony in Moses' hand, when he came down from the mount, that Moses was not that the skin of his face shone while he talked with God. Boy, I'm stead. While Moses was talking with God, the glory was rubbing off on him. 
on his skin but he didn't know my goodness look at the next verse and when aaron and all the children of israel saw moses behold the skin of his face shone and they were afraid to come nigh him they were afraid to come close as moses was approaching them he was coming with the ten commandments now he was coming and then as he was coming they they saw and they saw his his skin glowing shining and they, they began to run back. Say, Moses, Moses, stop! He said, What is the matter? They say, You're shining. Oh boy, say hallelujah. hallelujah. Interesting. Okay. Okay. I wanted you to see that. Now, that glory. Can I show you something? Hebrews. Let's let's read this story from the New Testament. Okay. Let me show you something first. Second Corinthians chapter number three verse eight it says how shall not the ministration of the spirit be rather glorious hmm. let's start from verse seven to be more verse seven but if the ministration of death written and engraven in stones talking about that stuff with moses was glorious so that the children of israel could not steadfastly behold the face of moses for the glory of his countenance which glory was to be done away in other words moses did not go about like that for long in other words his face did not keep shining for a long period of time that thing still faded away he faded away so it was for a period of time they saw him and then his face was shining and now the bible is going to reveal to us that actually moses could not talk to them because his face was his countenance was shining but he had to communicate what God said. So they said, we'll do something for you. We'll help you get a veil. So you can cover yourself. Then you talk from behind the veil. We'll be hearing you at least. But this way, we don't want to look. You get what is going on? Alright, now. Uh, <laughs> verse 8. How shall not the ministration of the Spirit be rather glorious? <laughs> for if the ministration of condemnation is talking about that Moses is a ministration of condemnation the law be glory much more does the ministration of righteousness exceed in glory for even that which was made glorious had no glory in this respect by reason of the glory that excelleth for if that which is done away was glorious much more that which remaineth is glorious and I will talk about the remaineth part now oh, 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 just hold on that's remaineth that word i'll talk about it seeing then that we have such hope we use great plainness of speech and not as moses which put a veil over his face that the children of israel could not steadfastly look to the hand of that which is abolished but their minds were blinded for until this day remained the same veil on taken away in the reading of the old testament which veil is done away in christ okay i just had to rush that because i don't want to explain that so we won't go off track but even unto this day when moses is read the veil is upon their hearts moses refers to the book written by moses okay all right now <clears throat> nevertheless when it shall turn to the lord the veil shall be taken away now the lord is that spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty now i want to say something but we are you see he had talking he had talked he had finished talking about moses he had finished talking about what happened 
that glory that rubbed on the man's skin such that people could not physically look at that man so the glory was there physically they could see it but it didn't last he had to leave and in reality if you come under the new testament the bible reveals that the holy spirit is the glory of god the bible says that jesus was raised by the glory of god it's talking about the holy ghost so that day when jesus was inside that tomb that third day the holy ghost went there and overshadowed that corpse and that's the glory of god and brought back jesus to life the bible calls <laughs> called that the resurrection power that's the holy ghost is the glory of god now that glory is just a rub off of that glory so that's one that passed when god covered moses face the one that passed is called the holy ghost you see that that's why it's called the glory of god so when moses said can you show me your glory the holy spirit passed who is the holy spirit the holy spirit is god he said ah what are you talking about it's not god that was talking to moses and um where was god was god hiding somewhere and the holy spirit passing listen god did not show up to moses physically god has never left his throne before where is god god has never stood up for anybody before god is seated on his throne every time he's on his throne he doesn't stand up he's always there so if you see god in your room only one person you need to suspect that's the holy ghost because the holy spirit is the spirit of the father the bible says that's the one that proceeds from the father maybe i should show you a little a, a little illustration you know i've showed this to you before but it will help to help you a great deal i want to see those who are of the same height here let me just use it to demonstrate you come you come you come you come you stay like this you stand in front like this and you stand in front like this okay now ignore two others see this as one person i'm not trying to describe jesus holy spirit and god that's not what i'm doing forget the ones in front this is god now this is god the father god does not leave one place his throne you say why because he doesn't have to he doesn't have to leave his throne when you are everywhere do you have to go anywhere that's god he's everywhere so because he's everywhere he's right there when you shut yourself in so tight inside that store or your toilet god is right there he say, how is that possible shut up it's god remember so you see so he's in one place he doesn't move but if he wants to do anything anywhere he does it by the holy spirit and he's the same person i've been calling the holy ghost holy ghost is king james english actually some of us are used to that so if god wants to achieve anything anywhere else he does it by the holy spirit so this is it god wants to touch mommy over there he does it by the spirit of god so the holy spirit moves go there touch mommy just keep yes all right he's fixing something there at the same time he's fixing something there he wants to shake someone here for a special touch he proceeds from the father that's what the bible says so the holy spirit is here is there he's here and he's not diminished 
it's not reduced that is so if he wants to do something else want to touch this man of god he moves proceeds so the holy spirit is fixing something they're fixing something here fixing something here and yet he's here fully in all of his fullness is not reduced that's the holy ghost that jesus cannot do why because jesus is a person you see that jesus is the man just like you he has his body only the one that carries this and i told you god cannot do that because god is on his throne only the one that does this is the holy spirit and you know what he is in you in you in you in you in you in you in everyone that is born again he is in me as though he is not in you because he deals with me perfectly as though i am the holy one i don't get to feel it that is because he's in you you know when a man marriage two wives they start fighting <laughs> he slept in your room yesterday he should be in my room today now i'm beginning to miss having uh, uh, so on and so forth miss my husband and so on no you don't miss him as long as you walk with him he's completely in you and he will carry out his ministry in you as though nobody else exists and that holy spirit though is in every one of us each one of us is still here in this room that's the holy ghost say hallelujah you must be glad for the holy ghost glory to god thank you thank you thank you thank you okay so that holy spirit the bible says is the glory of god that's the one that raised jesus from the dead under the whole testament they didn't have him inside them but now go to that verse that i wanted to enter into verse 18 i haven't laid that background but we are with open face beholding as in a glass the glory of the lord are changed into the same image from glory to glory as even as even as by the spirit of the lord my goodness this is so powerful i want to show you something you are looking at it you're not seeing it but i will let you see what you will see it shortly but we are with open face beholding as in a glass moses veil was put over his face others could not see him with their open face but we they couldn't look at him because of that glory on him they couldn't but the bible says we with open face we are looking as in a glass the word glass there is one long greek word okay i don't think i want to try to pronounce it now it simply means reflection mirror that reflects you that's what that greek word means if you translate it mirror that reflects you so he says we are all with open face looking as in the mirror that reflects us and in the book of james the bible shows that the mirror of god is the word of god you see that so the word of god is actually the mirror of god when you want to see yourself you look in the word of god you see yourself the greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world greater is he that is in me you just saw yourself that's what you look like that's why james says um it's madness if you're just a hearer you're not a doer you're like that man who's mad he looks at himself in the mirror then he goes away he forgets what manner of man he is you can imagine 
see the guy just looks at himself but he can't remember himself when he's off off of that mirror in front of it out of it you see that's because he's a forgetful <laughs> hearer the bible says in this case forgetful seer he forgot what he saw now he says we with open face we are looking at the mirror and brothers and sisters brothers and sisters uh, look at it look at it but we all with open face beholding as in the glass the glory of the lord he's telling you what you're seeing in that mirror he says what you're seeing is the glory of the lord how can did anybody look in the mirror today if you looked in the mirror did you see someone else there when you look at the mirror you see yourself it's your reflection so he's saying your reflection the one you're seeing and actually you cannot see yourself except with the help of a mirror the highest you could go is see your leg you know see your body but seeing your face remember he talks about face here seeing your face you have to get a mirror because that's where you get to see yourself so he said in that mirror when you looked he says as we look what we see there is the glory of the lord huh that means my reflection there is called the glory of the lord that's what he's saying so how is that possible the holy ghost is the glory of the lord how then can i be called the glory of the lord very simple because when the holy ghost came to live in you he became one with you with your spirits inseparably so you are one with the spirit the spirit of god comes in you and mingles himself with your spirits so you're one with the holy ghost so now they cannot tell the difference between you and the holy spirit he that is joined to the lord is one spirit so we cannot tell the difference so when god oh god oh god somebody say hallelujah are you still out here are you still here so god this is god's word talking if you're born again thank god i am thank god i am because to be born again means to be born of god to be born of the spirit of god it means that the spirit of god has come to make your body his home your body is his temple that's what it means and that means that the holy spirit has become one with your spirit it doesn't mean that the holy spirit is seated at one corner like some people think he's not seated at one corner he comes to mix himself to mingle himself with your spirit like you pour water into water you can't tell the difference do you see it so now god is saying but we are with open face beholding as in the glass the glory of the lord mm-hmm, are changed into the same image what image the glory of the lord that's the holy ghost we are changed into then he says from glory to glory even as by the spirit of the lord we are changed from glory to glory that's the glory but greater glory as you keep looking greater glory what does that mean huh very simple it means that as you keep looking you glow even more he's telling you the secret of glowing even more of shining more the realm of the spirit let me tell you, every one of us here born again every one of you if you get to see your spirit you see that your spirit has been glorified is in glory state but one glory shines more than the other one based on what you have been doing some people when you see their spirit ah that glory is much some others when you see their spirit you can still be looking 
You can still be looking. It, it looks like it's shining, but you're still looking. They, they, they make it dull. There are certain things that will dull the glory of your spirit. Worldliness is number one. Worldliness. Oh, boy. Worldliness. You see all those things that you look at, you listen to, you read, that are junks. You don't know what they are doing to you as Christians. They're doing a lot to you. They are doing a lot. Can I can I give you wisdom now? You know the reason why God gave us his word is so that we can have a material to help us develop our spirits. There's a potential that God has planned for us. There's a height that we are supposed we are all supposed to be functioning at. The only thing that will make you function there is the word of God. Because when you put the word of God in you, it builds faith. Without faith, you can't function in that height. It builds the consciousness of righteousness. Without that, you cannot function at that level. That is needed. It makes you see God as he is. And make you see yourself as he says you are. That's what the word of God will do. So every time you look in the word, it gets rid of the junk. It's like replacing old files with new ones. So when you are... When you put in the word of God in you, you are replacing the old files. You used to have this fear about life. But now, you are replacing that with faith. You used to think that you may not amount to anything. But now, you are, I told you how my life was. How I used to be. How I used to think. If you met me before, the way I used to think. Terrible. If I could change, you know. <laughs> if I could change. Anybody can. You know how I got there? Because I watched a lot of wrong things. A lot of home videos while I was growing up. And you know those home videos, you know what they put in you? Fear. A lot of fear and lies. You notice there is no home video that you watch that there is no abalis there. Somebody must visit a witch doctor. And that, that makes you afraid of everybody. You want to sleep at night. Say, bring all, all the sleepers. Bring them in. Don't leave them outside there. Because you are afraid somebody might pour something. No, I don't leave my clothes on the line overnight because you're afraid somebody might take something. You know, all of that. They are friends from the stories that you've heard, from the films that you've watched, all those lies and the things that you've read. But then, the word of God begins to replace those files. You put the, you import the word in their state. All the junks. What are they doing to your spirits? They will make you become of this word. Because you are taking the word in you. The more of the word, this word, that you put in you, the more of them you become like. You reason like them. You think like them. You notice you want to dance. Your dance step is like them because you've seen them so much. You want to, Everything about you is just like them. Why? That's what you've been loading in. You've loaded and that's what makes you. Listen, what you have, we want to know your personality. We know from what you have inside. What you have inside is what gives you a personality. Some people don't think they can ever be defeated. They don't think so. Like me. Glory to God. I will never be a victim in my life. I don't think so that if something evil is going to happen to three people. And there are four of us here. That I will be one of those three. Even if the prophet showed up and said, three of you are going down. I said, okay, I know them. There they are. I, I just know I'm not one of them. 
did that happen? The word of God. Things like that don't just happen by magic. No. You keep putting the word inside you. And as you do that, the Bible reveals that you glow in the realm of the spirit. When God looks at you, he sees your spirit. When demons look at you, they see your spirit. That's why some demons don't dare try some nonsense with some people. They look at your spirit. When a man of God is in front of a demon trying to cast the demon out, why is it that the demons start trembling? Because of the glory in that spirit. So the word of God will make you glow. To make your spirit, you glow more. Your glory increases. You see, have you ever taken maybe a lamp, something like this, bulb, and then you cover it with a thick cloth? It's on, alright? Then you cover it. Now, if everywhere is dark and you cover it, you can still see that glowing, that light. Still see it. But this time around, it will not be that bright. Now, the thinner the clothes, the brighter you see what is under. Right? Now, if you take a nylon, a pure nylon, and cover it, will you really know the difference? Uh -uh. God wants you to so deal with your flesh until it becomes so thin. You weaken the flesh, that is. The more you weaken the flesh, the more that glory is seen. The more it can be seen on the outside, the more the heat can be felt on the outside. People come around you and say, wow, this one is hot. There is no any other secret. He's just dealing with the flesh, putting the flesh under. How? The only thing that will help you is not by trying to force yourself. Ah, I'm not going to smoke again. I'm not going to drink again. You'll find yourself doing it again. You don't just do it by you just trying to use stronger. No! Those are not the things. It's the word of God. As you begin to put in the word of God, some things will be dropping off of you. Things become... Have you ever been there where there is food everywhere but you don't feel like eating? Mm-mm. Why? Something is stirred on the inside. That's the same way. You, those things will be around like this but you won't, you won't feel like, I don't just want to be there. I can't imagine myself going there to smoke again. Never. Why? The word of God has come in. Taking that place. Say Hallelujah. And that's what glows your spirit. So that's number one secret. It makes your spirit glow. Such a Christian. Ay, 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 ay. When he comes into a place, they feel the heat. He comes in among others. They feel the heat. He comes, in the, he's, he comes to live in the room. They know somebody else. Something is changed about this room. <laughs> Everybody who had been there before, when he comes in this time, says, oh, something is different about this room. Then we have a new roommate. Ah, I see. This roommate is hot. Why? They, it's not as if the hotness was not there. It, had just, it was just covered. But as that skin of that clothes is being pulled and pulled and pulled until that clothes become thin, then that heat can really come out. Others will begin to feel it now. Are you feeling something here? This guy. So that's one way. Is that clear? Okay, the second way. <laughs> I want to show that to you. This is what we tell you. Book of Luke chapter 9. Luke chapter 9. You see, how do you replace all those junks that you have on your phone, on your computer, or your laptop, or whatever? How do you replace them? Just replace them with the word of God. Replace them with messages. How can a Christian, you have a phone with large memory, not even one message on it? Then the day you get in trouble, you're not looking for, please, 
can you send me i need message you see you are not in trouble you need you really you want a quick something now you ought to have been preparing for this listen there are child everybody will face challenges the bible calls it evil day that's what the bible calls it what you do with that evil day is based on what you have inside the quality of your spirits what you carry if you don't have the word of god you will not be able to deal with it and so you'll be crushed you may be crushed under it because now you're <sighs> i need somebody to help me somebody help me out of this mess but when you have the word, that's why god wants you to always have the word so that you can prepare ahead when that thing shows up you have been prepared you've been preparing for this and all this while so when it shows up you just walk past the bible says when you go through the fire you shall not be burned it doesn't say you will not go through the fire god never promised us that we will not go through the fire he never said so he never said you will not go through the waters he never said so but he said when you go through the fire you shall not be burned he says neither will you will they smell a smoke on you did you remember those hebrew children that acted in faith those three hebrews shadrach meshach and abednego how they could stand in faith to to talk to the authority of their day king nebuchadnezzar and nebuchadnezzar said hey you you've got to bow now like you know that situation is saying you've got to bow some temptations are coming say you've got to bow they want you to get involved in a dubious business want you to cheat somebody be fraudulent as a christian you're being tempted ah, and i really need the money so he's saying you've got to bow so that's what he said you've got to bow now and those three hebrews looked at themselves and said no we will not bow <laughs> they said will you say that when you face nebu he said yes let's go brought them before the king and the king said yes who said i'm looking for the person that said he would not bow they are right in front of him but he wasn't sure he said who are those they said we are here he said you you will not bow did you say you will not bow hey, well if you don't bow you burn because if you are not going to bow there is a furnace there a fiery furnace where you'll be thrown in and you will burn in a matter in minutes he said sir we will not bow so okay for your information please make the fire seven times hotter so you know this one is not minutes in seconds you're gone and they made it seven times hotter ensuring that they see what they are doing and nebu said now are you ready <laughs> they said we will not bow in faith they said something they said if we have to die we're ready to die he says but our god is able to deliver us what boldness where is your god they could have asked where is he listen they were not sure whether what they were doing god because god did not tell them don't worry if you enter the fire oh, don't worry no god did not nobody promising them no prophecy no word of prophecy so how could they have had boldness when they were not sure their boldness was founded on the word they read about the acts of god how god delivered the children of israel how god walked them through the red sea they they, they heard about that act that was what gave them the boldness not because god is showing up physically no you may be in challenging situation and you expect god because that thing is 
is making you panic. So you expect to have a, a dream where God, Jesus just comes. Tan, 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 and then you look up. You see all white. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, Lord. And he says, don't worry. I'm with you. You will come out of this situation. You are expecting that. You are so, so, so unbelieving. God doesn't act like that. If you cannot believe his words that is written, how will you believe the one that he has spoken? After he has spoken it, he showed to you, he showed up and he's gone. You will still think, hmm, what if he's that the devil <laughs> that came to show himself? After all, the Bible says that the devil transforms himself into angels of light. So maybe that's the devil that came to deceive me. Mm-mm. It's not that easy as that thing said it. It's not as easy. How can somebody come out in a problem in two days? This kind of problem, no. That might just be the devil. You see? <laughs> you know what? Why they were trying to throw them in? God did not stop them. They were taking them. They said, you're not going to bow. You're going to burn. The soldier said, are you sure you, 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 you are in your right senses? Do you know what just happened there? He said, we are, no, no, we don't care. Ah, Nebuchadnezzar was angry. He said, take them, take them, take them. Oh! And they took them, the three of them them the bible said and they dragged them and you know what as they were trying to throw them in the soldiers that were trying to throw them in the bible says the soldiers themselves were slain by the fire because of the intensity they had not come inside the fire they were just close the fire slew them they died and when they died only god knows where Nebuchadnezzar said my friend you go and push them in them bound and threw them into the fire and Nebuchadnezzar must have crossed his leg and said I thought they said their God would deliver them in reality in reality while they were taking them no God showed up no God was there to deliver them no God even they they could have changed their minds ah, what's happening I thought an angel would help us what's going on ah we are getting closer ah, um, Abednego would have said Shadrach please wait no they didn't care and then they took the three of them threw them in and Nebu was there laughing with his princes <laughs> uh, but something happened while he was looking in the fire he saw that the three men stood they were standing in the fire and then he said hold on the bible says the the bounds that was used to bind them burnt up the ropes burnt up they themselves were not burnt only the thing that tied them burnt up for you to know that it was real fire and then they stood in there and nebuchadnezzar couldn't believe his eyes he looked he said what 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 he said, uh, uh, uh. some people are walking around in that fire and he began to count one two three four then he stopped. I understand. Maybe something happened. They did not die. But I'm seeing four there. And then he called his people. He said, come here. Come, 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 come. Um, sorry. What are their names again? And he said, Shadrach, uh, Meshach. And uh, what's the third one? Say, Abednego, Abednego, sir. Those are the three people. He said, three? Are you sure? It was three of them with him. They said, yes. 
So what's going on? Say, come. Come and see. Count. They counted. One, two, three, four. Four, three, two, one. <laughs> he said, excuse me? There are four people there. There's a fourth man in the fire. Hi, yeah, 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 yeah. Brothers and sisters, that's what I'm telling you. God didn't say that you will not go through the fire. But the level of the word of God in you, the faith that you have, when you go through that fire, what happens? Are you supposed to be slain? He says you shall not be burned. Through the waters, it shall not overwhelm you. In other words, you will not drown there. Why? The word of God in your spirit. So you are not moved. The challenge is coming. You're, you're not. You're just calm, cool and collected. I said, ah, we have the victory. This is not the first time. I've had it again and again and again. It's just an opportunity to add to my award on the shelf. My trophies. <laughs> Somebody say hallelujah. Woo! This is why you need the word of God. This is why you need the word of God. This is why you need the word. <laughs> you see, if you're joking with the word, you're joking with life. You're joking with life. You know, many of you are young. There are still a lot of things you meet. And the level of the word of God in your spirit determines your victory. The word of God in your spirit determines your victory. So the second one, which is the final one, is what I want to show you so we can round off with this one in the grand style. I told you the things that will dull your spirit is worldliness. So if you're worldly, <laughs> that, that glow will just be, it's like you, you have that, that bulb that you are now painting it. That's what you're doing with worldliness. You're painting it. So instead of the thing to be shining, you're covering the shyness. That's what you're doing. That's what worldliness will do. Habits, worldliness, no carnality. Every single time that you stay in front of that thing to watch it again, then you've done something else. You've given the flesh the opportunity again to be a master. Another opportunity. You keep adding up the opportunities. Luke chapter number 9. I want to show you something that happened to my number one role model. I love this Jesus. Woo hoo hoo. 28. Alright. And it came to pass... About an eight days after these sayings, Luke chapter 9, verse 28. And it came to pass about an eight days after these sayings, he took Peter and John and James and went up into a mountain to pray. Who is this? Jesus. Can you imagine Jesus to pray? I thought they said Jesus was God. It will tell you the importance of prayer. If Jesus could pray, in fact, I studied about Jesus' life and I saw that he prayed many times. And I, I wondered, how? Why? I thought it was, it was God. He didn't need to pray, but he prayed many times. In the scriptures, there is no man in the whole of the Bible that the Bible talks about prayer when it's talking about him like it does Jesus. And he went to pray. He prayed all night. He went somewhere alone to pray. He prayed. Jesus, no wonder his life was, was just full of the miraculous. Unending streams of the miraculous. The Bible says if they were to be recorded, the books in the whole world would not be enough. That means 
Do you understand? That means when Jesus did like this, something happened. But it was not just recorded. Because in the whole world, he's talking about the things, even in his own personal life. How he lived his life. Full of miracles. And the Bible is not hiding the secrets. He was a man full of prayer. Always praying. Always praying. He will finish holding a crusade and go somewhere to pray. I thought he just had some victories. He just healed some sick people. Everywhere was shouting. Ah, everybody was shouting. Ah, all these miracles. Afterwards, he didn't say go and play. I said let's go and take some suya. At least we tried. And let's play a little to celebrate this thing. No. He still went back to pray. After we finish programs here, I still go back home to pray. You think I go back and I'm just jumping around? If I don't pray immediately, just know that that night I will still have to pray. Spend some time praying. That's the secret. That's one of the secrets. But then, on this occasion, he decided to go with his disciples. These ones you call the ones, the, the inner caucus. Those ones were very close to him. There were three of them out of the twelve. And then he decided to take them along to this mountain. So that's what I'm, I'm reading to you now. Alright. Verse 28. <laughs> and it came to pass about an eight days after these sayings, he took Peter and John and James and went up into the mountain to pray. And as he prayed, the fashion of his countenance was altered. And his raiment was white and glistering. He says his, his countenance, his face changed. You see, King James English now. And behold, they talked with him two men which were Moses and Elias. Now, uh, uh, what's this? What's this? What's this? Moses was dead. Elias was not on earth. They had, both of them were in heaven. So how come they are talking with him? That will tell you something. That this was the realm of the spirits. This was the realm of the spirits. Okay? They showed up. But for you to have seen them with Jesus means that God would have granted you that vision. So God opened the eyes of his disciples to see that vision, what was going on at the time. Okay? So it was not physical. Alright? So all the alteration of his countenance, all the fact that uh, his countenance, uh, his clothes were whitening or glistering, any physical person who was there wouldn't have seen that. Except for those ones whose eyes were open to see that vision. So they saw what was happening in the realm of the spirit to Jesus. And then right there, they saw the two men. All these in vision. Okay. Let's read on. Verse 29 now. Uh, 30. Right? And behold, they talked with him two men, which were Moses and Elias that is Elijah, who appeared in glory and spake of his, de his deceased, which he should accomplish at Jerusalem. But Peter and they that were with him were heavy with sleep, and when they were awake, they saw, God opened their eyes to see, they saw his glory. What did they see? They saw his glory. The Bible tells us that what was happening there was his glory, the glory of his spirit. They saw his glory amazing and the two men that stood with him that's a vision 
and it came to pass as they departed from him peter said unto jesus master it is good for us to be here and let us make three tabernacles one for thee one for moses one for elias not knowing what he said <laughs> you see when you are in the glory of god actually you you don't want to go anywhere else you just want to be there you're having some wonderful fellowship in your room and some things begin to happen you don't want to go anywhere you just want to remain there ah. <laughs> if is if you've not tested that glory that's why you still want to be jumping around dancing to the wrong music if you've tested it you would know that there's something sweeter than that nonsense <laughs> oh glory to god <clears throat> while he thus spake they came a cloud and overshadowed them and they feared as they entered into the cloud now that cloud is a manifestation of the glory of god there are times that we've had meetings here and while i'm talking to you except if god opens your eyes a cloud comes into this place okay is a manifestation a cloud when i mean what, what what do i mean cloud like a mist do you know what mist um amatan when it's amatan the mist that you see when you come out those white mists you come out and then you see the mists that's how it usually looks like a fog when you come out you see it amatan period you could hardly see depending on how thick that thing is that's what we call cloud of glory so there are times that we're having service or meeting a special program and while i'm still talking you see that thing coming that's the glory of god covers the people over their head if god opens your eyes spiritually you see that that's what is happening here right now and we say well the glory of god is in this place well when we say the glory of god is in this place how do we know just that manifestation so this was what was happening why jesus prayed the glory in the spirit was seen god opened their eyes to see it that thing so happened that his clothes began to shine all this spiritual his face his countenance did that thing oh boy oh every time that's the second secret number two you want your 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 the glory in your spirit to glow then prayer every time we pray something happens some people don't know they think the the only importance that prayer has is that you have your situation changed no it's far beyond that it's not just about the situation changing something is that's why we say that prayer changes you first before it changes the situation any prayer that has not changed you cannot change your situation that's the reason for prayer every time you're praying something is happening like just like every like you are listening to me now something is happening to the glory in your spirit this is the word of god every time you're listening to a message or you're studying the bible and you understand what is there something is happening to your spirit something is happening that's god's way he designed it that way the same way when you are praying also this glory that's when it is like you, you're cleaning that bulb that has been painted you are now cleaning it you are cleaning the dust out of it you painted it with dust all right so now you are cleaning the dust what will happen it will shine more and more so when you're praying like that that's what you're doing that's why marvelous things happen after prayer after you finish praying like that you imagine you you you, you are charged then you come out then a demon you just see a demon around in your sitting room you will not be afraid because something has happened when you see the demon boldness will make it get out of here jesus name and then later on you may now go and think ah wow how did i do that some people say the spirit of god just came upon me i don't know where that boldness came from no it's because you have been charged so the glory of the human spirits ah, see i've been glorified. glorified take the word and prayer seriously 
take them seriously they will do a lot to you take them seriously take them seriously oh god oh god oh so that you will not be limited because this world you are in is controlled by the spiritual many things happen but they have happened first in the spirit world and if you don't know that you'll be struggling with it in the physical world you want to change it physically he said uh, i talked to the man the man said that i should come back he just kept saying i should come back tomorrow come back the other day and keep postponing and postponing so you are now confused say what is happening and um, well, why not just talk to his uncle uh, okay let me go and see his uncle you travel to see the uncle uncle please oh you thought and thought and thought uh, say well, i will talk to him he doesn't behave like i don't know what is the matter i will talk to him then you tell that one too is talking to him things nothing is changing you are wondering what is happening they should have granted me this thing why are they wasting my time and the rest something has happened first the spirit realm you are trying to deal with it physically you're smart you go to the spirit world and change it when you change it there the change will show up here then it becomes so easy it looks so easy you just want me ah god just grant me favor no you made it work you change something first and the moment it's changed there nothing will be able to stop it here brother Lift your hand to whatever and give him praise. This message was produced by Supernatural Kingdom Church. To get more of our messages, call 0806 0087 643 or 0816 011 489. Thank you and God bless you.